Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. everybody and welcome to today's podcast facebook is acting up so it's not on facebook so i don't know what's going on I gotta, it's probably they probably did an update and so now the camera is not being recognized nor the microphone so oh well uh, not exactly how you like to start a monday morning guys but glad you guys are on glad you made it on facebook uh those of you guys are on the podcast welcome it is monday man it feels like it it feels like it Monday, uh, May the 2nd, 2022, and uh, we are in the third week of Easter, and so we're uh, spending some time in Daniel, uh, some readings in First John, and in the Gospel of Luke. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys had a great weekend, um, and uh, we had a good weekend, we had a really good weekend, had some rain, got some rain the other uh, Saturday night, which was nice. Kids had prom, which I think they had fun and got home safely. So that's good. Um, yeah. And of course, we had worship yesterday. That was awesome. Good time of worship. A couple of three people who were baptized yesterday. And that's always an awesome experience to see people uh, make that decision to follow Christ through water baptism. And um, just, uh, which is a beautiful thing. It reminds you kind of, you know, what it's all about. And uh, why you why you do it? So, those of you guys that usually check us out on Facebook, thank you for migrating over to Instagram this morning. Yeah, Facebook is for some reason not recognizing the camera, and the, I don't know. They probably did some kind of update, and so now none of my stuff on here is working. So I don't know. So, thank goodness we got Instagram, we got the podcast, so uh, we'll, we'll, we're still we're still making it happen. So, all right. Well, um. Today we're in Daniel chapter 4. That's going to be our first reading, Daniel 4, 19 through 27. Then we'll jump over to John chapter 3, verses 19 through chapter 4, verse 6, and then Luke chapter 4. So Daniel 4, 1 John 3, and Luke 4. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Uh, welcome to today's podcast. Welcome to morning prayer. Um, it's Monday, May 2nd, and uh, man, first week of May. We are uh, now into... Uh, Man, won't be long. We'll be in the summer. Full on spring now. Um, last, you know, a lot of this month, a lot of kids will finish school, uh, graduate, graduations, and end of the year celebrations, school year celebrations. Um, this is going to wrap it up, wrap up the school year this month. Also, Mother's Day is this Sunday. Don't forget about that, moms. Remember your mamas. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's read. You know what we do? We read. We pray. We change the world. So uh, let's jump into Daniel chapter four. I need extra strong coffee today, guys. I ain't even lying. Shoosh. 
Daniel 4.19. If you spread over the weekend, you read the really awesome story in Daniel chapter 3 of the uh, fiery furnace. That was awesome. That's an awesome one. That's probably one of the first ones you think of when you think of the book of Daniel. Um, now uh, Nebuchadnezzar has yet had yet another dream and has calling on Daniel to interpret. That's what we're jumping into right now in uh, verse 19. Daniel begins to interpret yet another dream from Nebuchadnezzar. Then Daniel, also called Belshazzar, was greatly perplexed for a time, and his thoughts terrified him. So the king said, Belshazzar, do not let the dream or its meaning alarm you. He's like, I'm, 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 I'm concerned because you're not going to like this one. <laughs> you're not going to like this one, Nebuchadnezzar. This is one that might, uh, might, uh, might not, something you might not like. But Belshazzar answered, my Lord, if only the dream applied to your enemies and its meaning to your adversaries. If only, if only. The tree you saw, which grew large and strong with its top touching the sky, which uh, Daniel right now is going to kind of tell us what the dream was. The pre previous verses in uh, chapter 4 is the dream of Nebuchadnezzar. Well, Daniel is going to kind of tell us it here, uh, even if we haven't read that yet. So, The tree which you saw, which grew large and strong with its top touching the sky, visible to the whole earth with beautiful leaves and abundant fruit, providing food for all, giving shelter to the wild animals, and having nesting places in its branches for the birds. Your majesty, you are that tree. Oh, so far, so good. So far, so good. Um, you have become great and strong. Your greatness has grown until it reaches the sky, and, and your dominion extends to distant parts of the earth. So far, so good. Your majesty saw a holy one, a messenger, come down from heaven, saying, cut down the tree and destroy it. Ruh -ruh. But leave the stump bound with iron and bronze in the grass of the field while its roots remain in the ground. Let him be let him be drenched with dew of heaven. Let him live with the wild animals until seven times pass by for him. Hmm. So it's sort of all good. Like there's this tree, there's this tree, and it's going great, and there's growth and provides shelter and provision for the wild animals. There's uh, it's just strong tree, and then it's cut down, and things go uh, bad. And so this is the interpretation, Your Majesty, verse 24. And this is the decree the Most Highest issued against my Lord the King. You will be driven away from people and will live with the wild animals. You will eat grass like the ox and be drenched with the dew of heaven. Mm. Man, do you realize how courageous Daniel has to be at this point to do this? Like, it's one thing to tell people good news. It's another thing to tell people bad news, right? And, I mean, this is just, this whole thing that kind of reminds me of, like, the the uh, the complexity of even pro proclaiming the gospel, right? It's so easy to tell people, God loves you, God loves you, God loves you. God's kind, God's, God's holy, God's good, God's for you. God's your friend. But it's, it also takes another level of courage to say, God is a holy and a just God. And God will, God will judge your sin. <laughs> and if you, don't, if you don't, are not covered by the blood of Christ, you will be held accountable for your sins, every last one of them. You know, that's, that's, it's quite another thing to say that. Because like, one thing is that God loves you, God loves you, he's for you, he's with you, God understands, God's, God's your dad, he's good. And, and, and then yet, on the other hand, say, you know what, no, but 
God is also holy and just. And, um, you know, it's, it's fun to tell people the, you know, the, the easy parts of the Bible. But it's also our, our, uh, our, re, our responsibility to share the whole counsel of God. That's what, that's what Daniel's doing. He's, he's sharing the whole counsel of God. Like, I'm going to show you the good things that the truth is your kingdom is powerful. It's amazing. Uh, it's, it's, it's spread out like a tree uh, with great dominion and provides blessing to many people. But it's not going to last. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be chopped down. And uh, it's not going to go well for you. That's courageous, man. You will be driven away from your people, and you will live with the wild animals. You will eat grass like an ox and drenched with the dew of heaven. Seven times will pass before you, by you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over all the kingdoms of the earth and gives them to anyone he wishes. God is the one who gives uh, kingdoms to people. Not, uh, it's not, not you, Nebuchadnezzar. God is sovereign. The command to leave the stump of the tree with its roots means that your kingdom will be restored to you when you acknowledge that heaven rules. Hmm. Could it be that somebody today is in a trial and tribulation and a uh, wilderness, and really the only thing that needs to happen is just, just, it's this simple. Um, you know, your joy will be restored to you when you turn back to the Lord. Your joy will be restored to you when you turn back to Christ. Your joy will be restored to you when you put God first again. That's simple. But like the, the way back home is easy. You just put God first, and, and you'll find that the joy that you left behind, you'll re, 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 um, recapture. That's what he's saying. He's saying, Nebuchadnezzar, it's going to be a valley for you, man. It's going to be bad. Um, the good news is there's a way home. And the way home is through uh, repentance and acknowledging the Lord Most High. Wow. I mean, isn't that part of what we do uh, as a witness to our, uh, the prodigals in our lives? You know, those wayward sons and daughters and friends and family members and coworkers and whatever. Isn't that, isn't that kind of what we do? Isn't it kind of what we do? We, um, we, uh, we remind them that there's a way home. There's a way home, guys. The valley that you're in, the darkness that you're in, uh, there's a way home. That's what that's what it means to be a child of God is to to be provide a a light post. That there's a way home is through confession and repentance, and um, it's the way home, and the Father will be running to meet you. Yeah. Um. Therefore, Your Majesty, verse twenty-seven, be pleased to accept my advice. Renounce your sins by doing what is right and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed. It may be that your prosperity will continue. Wow. It's a good word, man. It's a good word. It's a, it's a good word for all of us. When things start going sideways, sometimes it's like, you know what? I just need to repent, turn back to Christ, put God back first in this area of my life. And it's amazing how pieces start falling into place. That's what Daniel's telling Nebuchadnezzar. Look, your kingdom is big and amazing. It's going, to be, it's going to collapse. But there's a way home. There's a way to be restored and redeemed and, and, and put back together. It's through confessing your sin and repentance. And who knows? You may prosper more than you ever have. Yeah. You certainly will prosper spiritually. All right, 1 John chapter 3, verse 19 through chapter 4, verse 6. So uh, John, 1 John chapter 3, beginning at verse 19, on down through the end of the chapter into chapter 4. 
verse 6. All right, John, here we go, verse 9, verse 19. This is how we know what that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. This is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. How can we have, have contentment in his presence? How can we know that we belong to the truth and we can have we can rest assured in the presence of God? This is how. Verse 20. If your hearts condemn, if our if our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts. And he knows everything. So it's not about how I feel. It's not my feelings. I don't, I don't, my whether whether I am in the truth or not is not based on how my little heart feels, how my feelings feel. <laughs> um yeah, so um it's it's not based on that. Um because God is greater than our hearts. It's based on his word. It's based on uh whether we've been obedient to his word, whether we've we've uh confessed and repented and entered into a relationship with him, regardless of how I feel. We were saying about that yesterday, very popular song, um, the um, Waymaker. There's a line in that song that says, even when I don't see it, he's working. Even when I don't feel it, he's working. And and that's true of our salvation. It's, it's true of our, our relationship. With you. Even when I don't feel it, if I'm, if I'm consistent with the Word of God, then I can rest assured that all of his promises are yes and amen in Christ. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts, and he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because we keep, well, here's how we know. How's, how do we know we're in the right, how we know we're in the right condition? Because we keep his commands and we do what pleases him. If we know we're being consistent with the word of God as much as we know it, then even if I don't feel it, I can't. I, I don't trust my heart. I trust God's word. <laughs> my uh, my confidence doesn't go in how my heart feels. My heart, my confidence goes into what God says. Come on now, our confidence is in in, in how I feel. It's it's in what God says. Yes, that's why when people you know just like well I I know what God says, but this is how I feel. Well, it that's cute. And you're entitled to your opinion, but guess what? If you are on the opposite side of an opinion of a of a of a situation than God, guess who's wrong? <laughs> if you're on one side with your little opinion, in God's word, and the Lord Almighty is on the other side with His clearly stated opinion, guess who's wrong? Because he is truth. So regardless of how I feel, it's based on what his word says. Verse 23, and this is his command, to believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he commands us. Okay, so uh, if my heart, regardless of how my heart feels, it goes back down to this. What does God say? God says that we should believe in the name of his son, uh, Jesus Christ, and we should love one another. Am I doing that? Then I can have confidence that I, and re I can rest assured in Christ. The one who keeps God's commands lives in him and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the spirit 
he gave us. How do we know that God lives in us? We know it through the Holy Spirit that he's given us. Verse, uh, chapter 4, verse 1. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. How do you test them? You test them against the word of God. There are many spirits, many ideologies, many thoughts, many philosophies, many opinions, many biases, many ideas, perspectives, worldviews. But we've got to test them. Test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Some of them, they don't even know they're false prophets. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there are a lot of false prophets in the world that don't even know they're false prophets. <clears throat> they don't know. They just don't know the Word of God. They don't know. They don't have that relationship with Jesus. And so they're out, you know, you know, espousing their beliefs, and they do it passionately, and they do it on radio shows, and they do it on TV, and they do it. They do it on on web, uh, on blogs, and on YouTube, and they just, you know, they're passionate about it, and they have followers. Some of them have millions of followers, but they're false prophets. They don't intend to be false prophets. They think that they're espousing the truth, truth, but they don't know the Word of God. Their mind is not filled with the Word of God. They do not have the mind of Christ, and so they're they're just they're just spitting out lies. And so we, as the children of God, we have to be wiser than that. And so what do we do? We test the spirits. And this is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. So people that are just espousing an ideology or philosophy or even a religious belief that is void of uh, the incarnation of Jesus, the fact that Jesus came as the Son of God uh, and was, in fact, the Son of God and gave his life as an atoning sacrifice for sin and shows us the way to God. Anything that ignores all of that story, the gospel, that's not from God. I mean, it may be entertainment. It may be entertaining um, rhetoric, entertaining uh, talk, but but it's not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you, have all, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. Now, John wrote this 2,000 years ago, and he's saying the spirit of Antichrist is already in the world, even then. There have been many Antichrists, he, he will say, and they're already in the world. Are there Antichrists in the world today? Yeah, any, any spirit that denies Jesus has come in the flesh is the spirit of Antichrist. Anti-Christ. You, do, do, you, dear children, are from God and have overcome them. Because the one... Ooh, I love this one. This is an awesome verse right here, guys. John 4, 4. 1 John 4, 4. You, dear friends, are from God and overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than he that's in the world. Mm. You need to know that today. Maybe that's a word for somebody today, somebody this week. Remember that the one that is in you is greater than the one that is in the world. The, the, the power of wickedness, the power of evil, the power of deception that's in the world, the one that is in you, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit that is of truth and grace and goodness, he's greater. The one that's in you is greater than the one that's in the world. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world, and the world listens to them. This is what we see all the time. There's people just out there spitting, spitting stuff all the time. People are listening and, and soaking it in and eating every word up. 
and uh, they're from the world, and they're speaking the language of the world, and so the people of the world are entertained by by uh, proponents of the world, <laughs> right? That's how that works. The world listens to them, verse 6. But we are from God. But we are from God. And whoever knows God listens to us, but whoever is not from God does not listen to us. Who's us? The apostles who are telling the word of God. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. Mm. Good practical stuff there, man. Just good practical stuff. In other words, it's got to be, if it's not about Jesus, if it's not, if that's not central to the, to the life teaching and ministry of Jesus, and then, then, and, and things are being taught that are not based on his teachings, then it's not true. It's filled with falsehood. Yeah. Luke chapter four. Let's do it, y'all. Luke chapter four. Uh, Luke 4, 14 through 30. That's our last reading. Thanks for being on today. Sorry, Facebook uh, was not allowing permission on my camera and microphone. I don't know. It's probably a new setting. They changed it. Probably did some kind of update. So sorry. But thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for being on Instagram. Um, we'll try to get it fixed for tomorrow. Um, all right. Uh, Luke chapter 4, verse 14 through 30. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. And news about him spread throughout the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Wow, can you imagine being there? Jesus goes to the temple, takes the scroll, Reading for that day is Isaiah, and uh, he takes the scroll and he says, "Reads it. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Anointed me to proclaim good news, and proclaim fr pr uh, freedom for the prisoners, recover sight to the blind, set the oppressed free, proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord's favor." And then says, gives the scroll back to the attendant and says, "Today this is fulfilled in your hearing." <laughs> wow. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son, they asked? Jesus said to them, surely you will quote this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself, and you will tell me, do here in your hometown what we've heard that you did in Capernaum. Truly I tell you, he continued, no prophet is accepted in his own hometown. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky shut down for sky shut for three and a half years, and there was severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath, in the region of Sidon. And there there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha the prophet. Yet not one of them was cleansed, only Naam, Naaman, the Syrian. So he says, "There's precedent for this that you know, right? The people that should be." should be hearing the word of God, the people who sh should be receiving and, 
benefiting the most often overlook God's activity. They miss God's activity. Man, let's not, let that not be us, man. Let's not miss God's activity. Sometimes church, sometimes people of God, we can be so in the things of God, in the Word of God, that we miss what the Spirit of God is doing. Come on. We can be we can be the people who are the you know the letter of the law. We know the word of God backwards and forwards. We can quote scriptures. We know where all the verses are, but we miss the activity of God. You know, not just we 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 know the word of God, but we miss the activity of God. Man, as we go out this week, let's not miss the activity of God. What's God doing? Not just what he says, as important as that is. He's never going to do anything inconsistent with what he says, but let's not miss what he's doing. What's God doing? And so the people of his own hometown, Jesus is prophesying, look, it's going to come a time when even you guys are going to totally miss what God, what, what God is doing right now. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up, drove him out of, the ta- out of town, and took him to, to the brow of the hill on which he, the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. Mm. Jesus just walked right on through the crowd. Like, hey, you ain't going you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna to throw me over, off no cliff. <laughs> it's not my time yet oh man good stuff today well thank you guys for being a part uh you know what we do we read we pray we change the world time to pray thank you for guys for finding us those of you guys usually check it out on facebook had to navigate over to instagram thank you for doing that we'll get this thing fixed and figured out we'll be back at it tomorrow on facebook as well um something with the camera and the microphone and permissions so they, they probably did some kind of upgrade or an update and um and it caused a little um, conflict with my computer. But thank you guys for, for being here and, uh, and for being a part. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your goodness and grace. Uh, thank you for the Word of God and the Spirit of God. God, we pray that we would be people of both, that we would be people who know your Word and learn your Word and, and know uh, your teachings and know your commandments. But we would also be people of the Spirit who would know and be aware of your activity as well. We would have eyes to see you move and have eyes to see what you're up to. So, God, help us to be participants in what you're doing in our lives, in our community, in our own families. Help us to, uh, to be aware and participants of that. God, help us to be uh, wise and disciplined enough to test every spirit, Lord. We are inundated so much in this information age with ideas and, and thoughts and perspectives and biases. And God, um, we need we need the filter of truth uh, so that we can discern what is true and what is pleasant and what is pleasing to you. Uh, so you may may you fill our minds today with the with the Holy Spirit uh, and would and guide us into the truth, um, all truth. Lord, I pray that we would be those who would be courageous enough to tell people the truth, to tell people the good news and sometimes the difficult news. Uh, Lord, to tell the whole story about the gospel that not everything is good and pleasant, especially if we're not living the way you've called us. Um, But we would also be there to always um, provide the way home. Lord, thank you for my friends. May you bless them today and encourage them. Whatever they need, particularly from you today or this week, may you just bless them and encourage them and strengthen them. Lord, may it be a good week as we uh, live out our faith in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part. Thank you guys on Instagram for being here today. You guys on the podcast, thanks for being a part. Hope you have a great week. Uh, Take a minute, subscribe, share, and uh, if you have a moment, send a comment, like, 
all those things. Really appreciate that. All right, you guys have a great Monday. We'll be back at it tomorrow, hopefully on Facebook as well. We'll see you then. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.